you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbionica is your solution to great-tasting, all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or toxins. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Welcome to Good Morning Football. We are live in New York City. It is Wednesday, June 7th. I'm Sarah Walsh alongside Kyle Brandt, Jason McCourty, and Peter Schrager. Middle of June. What else do you have to do except talk football? Wednesday in the middle of June. We are here. And guess what? Football is too. We've got a cool buzz in the room right now because our next guest got his first NFL gig back in 1999 when he started as a college regional scout for the Arizona Cardinals. Since then, Arizona has drafted numerous All-Pros while making their first Super Bowl appearance in the mid-2000s. This guy was the GM of the Cardinals for 10 years. He worked for the team for 25 years, and now he's with us on the show. Please welcome former Cardinals GM Steve Cox. Let's go. How you doing? Doing great, man. You look awesome. uh, it's been a fun, uh, fun trip here. I bet. Good. Oh, good. Uh, so after 24 years with the Cardinals, you're entering your first season currently without a gig in the NFL. What are you up to now, and what do you think's next? You know, I, I, taking some time off, decompressing, and uh, getting to spend some family time as well as doing some traveling as well. And uh, enjoy doing some media stuff as well, you know, mm-hmm. be able to sort of uh, jump into to you guys' shoes and to have some opinions, which you're not held accountable for the first time has been pretty enlightening. <laughs> yeah, it's been about six months since the end of the season and six months, uh, it's pretty funny, um, since you've been away from the Cardinals. What have you learned about yourself and what have you learned now that you can kind of take yourself out of that football yeah. grinder? Yeah, you know, I don't know, Peter, if it's as much as I learned about myself as it's um, really learned some some lessons in life. And, and I think some of that is to embrace not only the good things that happened to you along the way in your journey, but to, to think about some of the things, the, the tough things that you've been through mm. that, that have made you stronger. You know, that, that again, uh, on a daily basis, we're always so focused on uh, tomorrow or, or next month or next year. And in reality, live in the moment and, uh, and appreciate the grind and the process. So I figure now in this life, wherever you go, in the grocery store, the pickleball court, wherever you may be, everybody's got to be asking you about Kyler. It's, yeah. been a, it's been a wild year. This incredible talent that you guys drafted number one overall. He wants the big contract. He gets it. There's the whole study clause story. Then the season starts. He gets injured. 
from your perspective, a guy who was there from day one has watched this all unfold, what has this last year been like for Kyler, and where do we go from here? Well, I mean, I think that, you know, obviously with the, the injury was a major setback, but, you know, for a guy like him, I think he'll continue to grow as a leader. Uh, but more than anything, I think playing with patience is, is a real key to Kyler Murray's success moving forward. Understanding that he doesn't have to do it all himself. Understanding that he can play within the system and really not playing behind the sticks. A lot of times we've gotten to a situation where we're in third and 14, third and 17. There's nothing wrong with running the ball a few times. There's nothing wrong with a little play action, a little boot. And to be able to put yourself in third and four in manageable situations. Off the field stuff with him, like you always hear all these stories that he was playing the video games and all this stuff. You mm -hmm. drafted him, you put your name on him, obviously. He gets the big contract, you were the GM then, like, what, what is the reality with Kyler that we hear about his preparation for the game and all that stuff? Is it grossly exaggerated or is it accurate with what everyone seems to be assuming with him not preparing for the games? Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's any different from any um, from most young players, Peter, that, that a lot of guys have to continue to grow and mature and to really realize what it takes to be a pro, Devin, mm -hmm. as you know. Um, but Jason, at, at, yeah, not Devin. This Jeff, is our other twin Jason brother. Devin, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I got that wrong. I'm used to it. It happens all the time. <laughs> Honest <laughs> mistake. That's why I screwed up his grade at Rutgers. I yeah. thought it was is that right? Yeah. Yeah. He, didn't yeah. he didn't draft, man. What? 200. Hey, back to Kyler, sorry. No, but, but uh, you know, a guy that absolutely, um, uh, I think, will make the make the steps uh, to mature and continue to grow. And really, it comes down to, to, to what kind of competitor he is. What kind of, how much does he love the game? And, and Kyler Murray loves football. One of his former teammates has been a hot topic on the show this week, DeAndre Hopkins. You traded for him, had him there in Arizona for three years. If a GM calls you and asks for an honest assessment, what are they getting out of D-Hop? What do you tell him? I tell him to go get him. He's a guy that uh, is a game changer, obviously. Not not just because of the talent that he is, but uh, his level of competitiveness, uh, game in and game out, is, is, is exceptional. You know, a guy that doesn't have the top-end speed, but uh, to me has the ability to stop and start with tremendous suddenness, and he's competitive. Competitive and, and nobody's better going up and getting into traffic than DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, I love that. And Coach Jay said you look good. The Prada jacket, I, I appreciate the <laughs> sense of fashion. Looking good this morning. You talked about go getting D-Hop, and you've GM for 10 years. And as you look around the league, who are some of the GMs you say, like, they are masters at building a roster, some that you really like? Yeah, you know, I think, uh, you know, in recent years, I think you'd have to say Brett Veach has done a great job mm -hmm. with Andy Reid. Uh, I don't think there's any question that, that John Lynch doesn't get enough credit for being a mm. former player and the, the roster that he's put together in San Francisco. And, and i, I got to give him credit. You know, my man Howie Roseman has done a phenomenal job and, to me, maybe the best in the league right now where we're sitting – you know, because of the, not only because of what he's done, but at different periods of time, you know, with different players. I mean, how he's done a very good job of uh, supplementing that roster with good free agents, drafting well, and uh, making some big-time trades. Yeah, uh, you worked on Fox's draft coverage this year, and it was like, had to be surreal. Like, all right, last year I was building a board for him to draft. Now I'm preparing and learning these guys for whom to talk about drafting. Give us one rookie on offense, one rookie on defense. Yeah. Put on your G hat, GM hat again that you think are going to excel at the next level. Yeah, and I don't think just because of the player, just because of the player and the fit as well. Mm. Dalton Kincaid, the tight end, nice. you know, with the Bills, I thought would be a guy to step in with Josh Allen and be a be a guy who can immediately make an impact as a guy who can stretch a seam and create mismatches, mm -hmm. as well as then Devin Witherspoon for mm. the uh, mm. Seahawks, a guy that can come in and sort of be that new Richard Sherman and uh, be, be a big physical corner, complete player. 
Are there, not naming names, when you're watching the draft this year, are you like, oh my God, they took him there? Like, aren't you some of the picks to shock you and you're like, oh, that was a terrible pick. You must, right? Well, now I have the ability to do it all the time because yeah. you know, everybody, yeah, it's, you know, you're Easier from a fan or you're a media guy. Yeah. yeah, it's easy from this seat. But, uh, you know, that's a great thing about about the the draft. It's the element of the unknown. And so many times guys can, you feel like they're overdrafted. And, and the reality is, is they either weren't. And then, you know, you look back and you see that 49 to 50% of the first round picks, usually end up yeah. as busts. Yeah. And, and I'm talking about that's a low threshold. Yeah. We're talking about guys who are just average starters in the NFL is, is really sort of the, the bar. And uh, that, that really goes to show you that it isn't an exact science. Mm. All right, we got plenty more. We should do. Time. He's going to stay with us. He's on uh, fire. We've got story time. We're going to do This is awesome. Steve, we appreciate you being on the show. Just hang tight. Don't go anywhere. You got it. First, oh, though, we've got to go out to this guy. This is Will Selva. He's our newsman. He's out there. He went the to West Arizona Coast. State, Steve. This yeah. guy. He this is an Will ASU Selva guy right, That's right. here. Uh, Will Selva's a legend. <laughs> That's right, he is. Let's go. He's got a fork. Take it away, bro. Yes. Thank you, Steve. You're the best. Great having you there in studio. Can't wait for Kime time. Either way, we begin in D.C. where Commanders head coach Ron Rivera reiterating on Tuesday that quarterback Sam Howell is the starter but did say Jacoby Brissett will have a chance to compete for playing time as well. You know, just because I said he's going to start off as QB1 doesn't mean he's going to finish as QB1. Um, I like to believe, though, that if he goes out and does things he's capable of, he's got a very, very good chance of doing that. Um, I think Jacoby has shown us some things that have really gotten people's attention. We talk about Jacoby almost as much as we talk about Sam. So I just think as, as we go through this process and – you know, until we play games, it, it'd be unfair to start making assessments. You know, but again, uh, there is a lot of confidence. 49ers defensive end and Nick Bosa with a lot of confidence entering the final year of his deal. But he told reporters Tuesday he's pretty confident he'll get an extension done before the start of training camp. As far as what kind of financial numbers he's looking at, Bosa saying, quote, I think I'll get what I deserve. Former NFL executive, and our good friend Steve Kime has stuck <laughs> around to share some stories with us. We're calling it story time because Steve was with the Cardinals for 25 years, who GM for 10 years. He knows everybody in the league inside and out. And it's like, how often do we get someone who just can say, yeah, I've got a story about that. Um, this one came about during the commercial break. We're talking about Kyler that you drafted first overall. But the other guy in that draft was Nick Bosa. Hmm. Do you have a good Nick Bosa story for <laughs> us have? and maybe involving that draft pick? Right. Yeah, having the number one pick, uh, uh, to say the least, is pretty pretty exciting. And uh, that year we went down to, to Fort Lauderdale, uh, Cliff Kingsbury and myself, and we visited Nick Bosa and uh, went to Master's Steakhouse in Fort Lauderdale okay. and uh, had a great dinner with him, obviously enjoyed the company. Uh, one of my favorite players I've ever scouted. Obviously the guy's been a phenomenal talent. And uh, I'll never forget, we were walking out of the restaurant, and he put his arm around both Cliff and I and squeezed our heads oh, no. in a headlock. This is a 20-year-old kid. Yeah. So the GM and the head coach. Exactly. And uh, wow. and he looked over at me, and he said, Steve, let me tell you something. Uh, word is you're going to take this little quarterback, <laughs> and if you do, and if you do, I will absolutely haunt you the rest of your career. <laughs> And uh, let's just say he, he made good on his word. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. 
It is a good <laughs> feeling when you know you're going high in a wow. draft. Like you can just grab the head coach yeah. and the GM. It's just like hell if they don't draft me, somebody's gonna draft me. Did you me think about regardless. taking him there? Like when you hear that, when he puts you in the headlock, are you guys walking to taking no. the car? You're back? walking out of Masters. You just smashed the butter cake. You know, it's <laughs> yeah. probably been a good dinner. You're feeling it, and then you're in a headlock going against Cliff. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of like the Bosa kid all of a sudden. Yeah, yeah. Right? I knew you guys went with Kyler. Yeah. Like, was there? I mean, I think I'd actually made it harder to not take him. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. But but needless to say, uh, awesome. uh, just felt like at that time, yeah. you know, that Kyler yeah, helped yeah. propel our sort of our organization uh, a little quicker where we were at that point in time. But what a great player and uh, what a fun guy to be around as well. He's, I love that. He's really uh, uh, was an infectious personality. That's so, awesome. Uh, earlier we talked about top jump ball guys in the league, and DeAndre Hopkins was one of the guys on my list. And we got to see his late game heroics. But before Hop got there, Larry Fitzgerald was a guy doing jump balls, doing whatever the team needed. What do you remember? Let's go back in 2015 divisional game. Larry Fitzgerald and his heroics. What do you remember from that time? Yeah, you know, I think that um, again in that game in particular, uh, we went down on the field early. Thought we sort of had the game uh, won, and and obviously Aaron Rodgers came back with two huge hail mary passes, <laughs> late game heroics, and then uh, put us in a position where we had to go into overtime, and we got the ball first. And, Thought Carson was going to get sacked, spun out, obviously, hit Larry. And uh, Larry was never known for his run after the catch, yeah, let's yeah. say. But uh, but in that game, obviously, big players step up at big times. And then we had the little shovel pass at the end, and the rest is history. But, mm. uh, you know, again, uh, those two guys were, were phenomenal players and, and, and Hop and Larry and people ask all the time about hands, natural ball skills. Mm. You know, it, it's hard to separate them. I'd say I'd give, probably give it to Larry a little bit on the edge, mm -hmm. just consistency-wise. But uh, two of the better hands catchers I've ever seen. No. What's Larry up to now? You see him around in Arizona? Yeah, just continuing to print money. I mean, <laughs> he has a machine in his home. Every, everything, every, everything he does it turns to gold. So wow. he is uh, he's one of the best of all time, not only players, but, oh. but people as well. I, I I still can't believe he didn't catch James Harrison in the Super Bowl. I still think every time I watch it, I think Larry's going to catch him. Yes. Right. That must have been a fun play for you to watch. Yeah, right? you oh, must enjoy man. seeing that highlight. Yeah, I know Kurt loves it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it was, what, a minute and 37 seconds from having yeah. a ring. So yeah. Yeah, that's tough. Pretty tough to swallow. I hear you, bud. Uh, the head coach in that, that game spent many years on the sidelines with you, came there in 2013. A guy that so many people... I. I love Bruce Arians. Give me a Bruce Arians story. Let's go. Wow, Bruce Arians. Um, so Bruce and I grew up about 15 miles apart in Pennsylvania and um, obviously hit it off right away whenever he came uh, on, his, on his interview. And I'll never forget that night we went to dinner with our owner, Michael Bidwell. And uh, so we were eating dinner and probably after about Bruce's fourth or fifth Crown Royal. Uh, <laughs> And, and, and maybe even more so, uh, 15 to 20 F-bombs. <laughs> yep. uh -huh. I'll never forget, he, he stood up and excused himself and had to go to the restroom. And Michael Bidwell looked at me and said, what do you think? And I said, I love him. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But, yeah. that, wasn't, that wasn't it. But, and, he, and, he, and, he, and he paused and he looked at me and he said, you know what? I don't think he'll be talking to the Boy Scouts anytime soon. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. The uh, the language was quite colorful, let's yeah. say. And oh, now he's a Super Bowl champion, yeah. winning with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Were you rooting for him? I know that you guys were on different teams, but you had to be rooting for him. Oh, absolutely. Once you get to know Bruce Arians, he's a special guy, a uh, special person. Mm -hmm. uh, so much fun to be around. I mean, mm -hmm. he, you know, I, I think those years, those five years that we spent together in Arizona may have been the, the funnest of my career. Yeah. Oh, wow. I think that boat parade was sponsored by Crown Royal as well. That, that, was, yeah. that was some party. <laughs> um, a guy who never touches the stuff, Blake Shelton. He, he's always been so incredible because he loves our show. 
show. And I, I love y'all show. You know, Kyle, you scare the kids a little bit. We're watching with Gwen, but <laughs> he is the number one Arizona Cardinals fan. And we, yeah. it's a mutual friend. You've hung out with him. We've hung out with him together. Right. Famously at the Blake Shelton concert when Peter decided to go to Justin Bieber instead of Blake yeah. Shelton. Oh. That's a true story. It's a good show, yeah. yeah. Right. He was hurt. Uh, he was. Um, Give us, give us Blake Shelton's story. It's story time with Khan. I mean, I, I, yeah, this is a G-rated uh, show. So. <laughs> Sometimes. Yeah. But um, probably, I don't know, one of the best stories, maybe uh, a few years ago, I went on tour with him. And uh, when I went on tour, we I'll never forget, we pulled up to, uh, to, to L.A. It was his next uh, concert. And during the day, we popped up this, this basketball goal during the middle of the day. Okay. So we got together, a few of the guys on the band, Cliff Kingsbury and myself, we played hoops with him. And I'm like, I cannot wait to get him out there. I am going to beat the tar out of Blake, right? Elbow him, knock him into, uh, in the paint. Yeah. He comes out in this camouflage, <laughs> in this camouflage hoodie, and I swear to you, a pair of Walmart sneakers. Yeah. Oh my God. And I'm like, dude, you make 90 million a year. You can't afford a pair of Nikes. <laughs> like, seriously, you can't afford a pair of Nike sneakers. And uh, so, so we're playing basketball. I'm elbowing him. I'm yeah. giving him shots under the, under the rim. And uh, I'll never forget, I got the ball. Cliff passes it to me. I go up, and my calf pops. Ah. Oh. So I spent the rest of the tour, I felt like, with my leg up on ice. And uh, oh needless gosh. to say, Blake had the ability to, again, sort of uh, <laughs> put chops. me in my place. Yeah. Yes. Oh my How's gosh. Blake Chilton's jumper? Terrible. Yeah. Really? Oh, I was thought oh. you were going to be like, he comes out and he's Blake Griffin underneath oh, or something. Oh, no. tremendous musician, completely awkward as <laughs> really? an athlete. Yeah. Is that true? Oh, I was <laughs> expecting he was in a camouflage and he came out and was yeah. like, wow, where does yeah. Steph Curry come yeah. from? Yeah, no, no, the gear matched the game. Oh, yeah. Well, Makes when sense. you said tour, I'm like, was this for the entire summer? Was this like No, it was about, it was like, about four or five shows. And yeah. let's just say, uh, you know, I'll never forget, we got to uh, L.A. after about five stops and... Uh, and Cliff Kingsbury and I snuck off the bus at about 4 a.m. and checked into a Ritz-Carlton. That, that bus life is not for me. That's not for you. Um, so <laughs> Ritz? Yeah. Last night, Steve and I got dinner. He told me he was in town. He's coming on the show. I'm like, let's grab a bite. How's so we done? go out to dinner. And uh, New York City, let's go to a spot. We go to a spot mm -hmm. called Lore Fish Bar, which was delicious. It was wonderful. Yeah, yeah. And it was popping. It was New York. Yep. Air quality aside, everyone was really excited to be out. <laughs> um, and the owner, a gentleman named John, comes up to us and goes, I got a friend coming in. He's going to be sitting over there. Um, you guys will be interested. I have no idea who this is. Okay. Steve, who was seated in the table next to us in your first big New York City moment? Who yeah, I got, got to meet Chris Rock. <laughs> is that Chris right? Rock? Now, here's yeah. the best part what? about it. The owner introduced us. How much was Chris Rock interested in meeting Peter Schrager? Yeah, let's just let's just uh, let's just say he's not a GMFB fan. <laughs> oh, really? Had how'd it go? No interest in really? me. Let's just. What say. was the exchange? So I was like, Chris, big fan. Uh, we've had Paul Rudd on our show. He's like, okay, cool. What's up, man? What's your name, Steve? That's good to meet you. That's good. Okay, cool. I'll be over here, and I was like, we met Chris Rock, and Steve's like, I met Chris Rock. Oh right, my so gosh. Let, let, let's just say we did not have to get Schrager's name out of his mouth. <laughs> really? He's not never your name. Is Rock a football fan? Even I don't, I don't even know. know. Maybe, I guess not. He's very nice. He's very polite. Yeah, sounds nice like it. <laughs> just sounds sounds just amazing. He wasn't booking himself onto our show. Let's just say that. Wow. I'm like, right. no street cred. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Not a fan of show? No, my ego kind of went. I'm not a fan of Osmosis Jones. I don't, <laughs> oh. I don't need to be. I loved it. it you did? No, no. You're the one. That's anyway, exciting, though. New York City Night. It's a good one. It was good. A good one. It was good. A-list. It was Steve, pretty good. cool. Yeah, absolutely. It was good. It's so awesome having you here. Thank you. Thank you for hanging out. Okay. And thank you to Pootie Tang, too. Thank you very much. Great movie. Great. Yeah. I'm triggered right now. You pay respects. You should kiss Peter's ring. He was actually really polite. The joke was that I was looking for more conversation. I was like, all right, good to meet you guys. And he was that like, in itself is not polite. He was very polite. He doesn't doesn't say hello like to us. Why isn't he on the show today? He should be on the show. We got Steve. <laughs>
Yeah, Already had cool. Steve booked. That. Steve, you're the man. Love you. Yeah, Thanks. we can do story time for awesome. the rest of the time I we're know. on today. Uh, but apparently we have to talk about other things. Coming up, does the Jets roster have enough fuel to send Aaron Rodgers into orbit? We're going to give you our thoughts later on. Let's go. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. The Jets announced that they've canceled next week's mandatory minicamp due to their accelerated training camp schedule. But OTAs did continue yesterday. Aaron Rodgers, you may have heard, was there, as was our Judy Batista. Aaron Rodgers, after missing a few days of practice with a strained calf, strained right calf, uh, returned to practice, and we got to see him today. He did have a black sleeve on his right calf but it did not hinder him at all. We watched him in practice. He was able to roll out. He was doing all kinds of warm-up drills, and it certainly didn't hinder his ability to throw the ball. He was throwing the ball deep. He threw a beautiful back shoulder pass in the back of the end zone to Garrett Wilson in red zone work. That is certainly a play that Jets fans and Jets coaches hope they will see plenty of during the regular season. He looked completely in control, and really, we've been talking to uh, his veteran teammates and they all make the point he is in control of everything. He is teaching them the game. Even the defense is learning from him. C.J. Mosley, the linebacker, said the defense is getting sharper just by facing him in every practice, in every drill. That's the impact uh, that just one guy can have on this team. The expectations are heightened. They know it. And C.J. Mosley said we invite having that target on our backs. 
Judy Batista, the best as always. Uh, for many years, the Jets have been the hunters. Now it sounds like Mosley and the Jets are embracing being the hunted. So let's fill in the blanks here. A successful season for the Jets is what, Peter? Mm. Uh-oh. Playoffs. And nothing more, nothing less. Playoffs. No they get a wild card ring? bid and they lose in the wild card round this success. Okay. Playoffs. The AFC is so loaded, I think you have to be realistic right now. And you All right. have to say that this is year one of Aaron Rodgers and you're hopeful for a year two and that you build on it. If you make the playoffs at a successful season, Jets don't make the playoffs very often. They haven't made the playoffs since Mark Sanchez was their quarterback. Rex Ryan was the head coach. Playoffs to me is an acceptable goal right mm. now. I, okay. Zonovan Knight was here two weeks ago. Bam. 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 And he sat in that chair, Kyle, yep, and he looked at us and he told us a story. He's in the running backs room and you got Michael Carter and Brees Hall and Bam Knight and Hackett and the running backs coach are at the board and they're going through all their stuff. And a voice from the back of the room is like, actually, Hack, I think we should do da 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 And he said, who is that? And it was Rogers sitting in on the running backs room, helping build the offense. So mm. Stuff like that gives me tingles. Yeah, I like it gives story. me goosebumps. Like it's like, <laughs> this guy is something more than just a great arm. This guy is something more than just Joe Rogan podcasts and what we all want to go nuts about in the offseason. This guy's a coach on the field. This guy's the real deal. This guy's looking to get them there. But I also don't think it's fair to say in year one, this is a team that has to do more than make the playoffs considering their history and considering where they are in the pecking order of the AFC just from a year ago. So I'm being realistic here. I think a playoff season would be great, and that's a successful season, even if they lose in the wild card round. Wow. Bam yeah. Knight also said Rodgers came in the room and started asking guys questions. What are you going to do on this? That, as a young guy, that's terrifying. You have Rodgers <laughs> back there yeah. asking you a question. This Jeopardy type of game. So you have to true. come up with the right answers. Yeah, we've played that a lot in meeting rooms. It doesn't go well for some guys. Uh, for me, the Jets' a successful season – Sarah, you said it earlier in the show, Tom Brady going to Tampa, taking a team that hadn't been to the playoffs in a long time and winning the Super Bowl, and that's kind of set the bar extremely high. But at the same time, to what you just said, Peter, and in the AFC, I look at a successful season as, yes, go to the playoffs, do all those things. When the season ends, it's that last press conference, the exit. Everybody's cleaning out their lockers. The media's in there. They're getting records of guys stuffing all the stuff <laughs> in the garbage bag. The camera's pointed to Aaron Rodgers. He's on the podium, and he says, yes, I'm planning on coming back next season. That, to me, is a successful year for the New York Jets. Okay. They've won enough games. They've built enough momentum. They've impressed Aaron Rodgers enough that he wants to come back because he sees a bright future for that next season. And maybe that's the year where we're going, all right, this is the year the Jets win the Super Bowl. So they have to finish this year, and at the very end, those exit meetings, Aaron Rodgers is on board, and he wants to come back with Hack and Salah mm -hmm. and Garrett Wilson and all of those So guys. is it playoffs and that, or just the fact he's Zach for you? Just the two? fact that he, he comes back. If they back, miss the playoffs, they win, but they, win, they win 10 games, and they just missed the playoffs. I think if he wants to come back, it's huge for them. Mm -hmm. Okay. Playoff win. All right. Playoff so that's win. one step further than just playing. Playoff yep. win. I, uh, I, they have to win the wild card game. Yeah, I mean, the divisional. Whatever yeah. it, you have to win. And you know what? It, it, the Jets don't just need it. Rodgers needs a playoff win too. Like, okay. I, I just he needs to put a win together. Do you know? I, I saw something yesterday that you know that Rodgers has the same amount of playoff wins as Mahomes. What? It's the career? same amount. Career. Same amount. Wow. I think the number is ten. I know they have the same amount, and he's been a lot longer. A lot. He needs a playoff win, and the Jets need a playoff win. It was a six and three team last year. Six and three before it fell apart, and they've gotten better and brighter and better. It, okay, let's go. We can sit here and say oh, the AFC so tough, and it, 
Who cares? Sorry. You chose to come to the AFC. Aaron Rodgers did. You did not go the other way like Brady and Stafford and go to the NFC. It's nice and cush. Country club vibe. You just waltz through to the divisional round. You chose. The Jets chose to bring you there. And honestly, Peter, I... For the rest of the season, I don't want to hear the names Mark Sanchez. I don't want to hear about Mar- Rex Ryan. Who cares? Who are those guys? I love them both. But in, the, in this conversation, who cares? I don't care. It doesn't matter that they sucked for a long time. It matters now and that they didn't last year. And they were very good until it fell apart. He is the best quarterback I have ever seen. And where, the, where we're falling out on this is, I think there's three alleys we can go in. Okay. Where do you come out? The Rodgers thing is not going to work out. It's just It falls apart. It's okay. Or, oh, my God, it hit. I think it hit. I think it's going to hit hard. I think we're going to be talking midseason. I'm like, is Rodgers going to win another MVP? I, I really do think that. I think they're that talented, and he is that ready and that committed. I think it is going to hit big, and I think they had to win a playoff game this year. And then year two, we'll, we'll talk, but win a playoff game this year. Have to win a playoff game this year. And to Jason's point about, well, you just got to give them come back. There's no scenario you went through all of this. There is no scenario in my mind that you went and got Aaron Rodgers to not get into the playoffs, to not win a single game. There's just, that doesn't make any sense to me. By the way, it's the middle of June. So, yeah, everyone should think that a successful season for them is like walking their way right over to the Super Bowl. Is that realistic? No, but why wouldn't you think yeah. that? Mm-hmm. Again, I will go back to what I said. Everything is completely skewed. It doesn't, I, I know that the NFC is the NFC. Tom did it. Matthew Stafford did it. Back-to-back years. This is a guy that has an arm unlike any other. He's expected to, like, again. But let me go through this with you. AFC. I'm not going to interrupt you. All right. In the East alone, you've got the Bills and the Dolphins. Let's just say they're probably playoff teams, right? So that's two. You only get seven spots here. You've got the AFC North winner, which is probably going to be the Bengals, Ravens, or Steelers, right? Or the Browns. Or just one. You start going through that. Well, then the Chargers can't make it. Mm-hmm. Well, then, oh, wait, mm-hmm. sudden, suddenly the Jaguars and the Colts mm-hmm. can't make it. Like, no room there's, at only, the end. there's only so many spots. Yeah. I, I get it. I get it. Uh, the tougher path. But if you say what is a successful season for the Jets, mm-hmm. I do not think there is any scenario that any Jets fan anywhere thinks it's a successful season if, one, this team is not in the playoffs, or two, this team gets in the playoffs and doesn't win a single game. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know. Yeah. A, mm-hmm. Like a Jets fan that has the expectations that are up here goes, that was a nice season like I'm so glad yeah. he's coming back and like maybe, maybe next Eight year Rogers comes back maybe yeah. next year we'll get into the postseason yeah, that's, that's a lame. good goal to that's have lame. like that's this lame. is it's Aaron Rodgers yeah, like I agree. you got to win win one I think you maybe potentially have to win more than one to consider it a successful season what's the deal with the Titans they drafted Titans. a quarterback yeah that's in the bump Ryan Tannehill's there. Does he get yanked? Is it Levis? I heard Levis is kind of forcing it in practice. It's very important. Ryan Leaf joins us. Leaf coming in. Our neighbor, our friend, right after this. Straw man of last season. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think you could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest 
Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think. Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Back on Good Morning Football. It's always a pleasure when our guy, our friend, Ryan Leaf, comes to the table. Ryan, welcome in. It's always nice to have you. What's up, dude? Good to see everybody. No one was here last week. I just showed up, talked to the, you know, the empty studio for 20 minutes and left. No one gave me your best work. It might have been my best work. (laughs) You got to follow it up now. You do. Uh, Earlier this week, on the ballot, College Football Hall of Fame. What does that mean to you? How cool is this? It was awesome for us to see the list and see your name on it. Uh, It's, uh, I'm humbled. Uh, and incredibly grateful. What's great about the College Football Hall of Fame, and I don't know if you guys know this, but they have protocols in place. And one of them is, you know, a moral conviction. What you do outside of your career, when your career is over from college football, within your community and stuff. And I, I would I would argue I probably deserve to be in uh, as a player a long time ago. But okay. I just don't think the, the man deserved it. And mm. so now they're telling me that, that what you've done to correct things in your life and wow. make a difference in other people's lives. That's the difference. And that's why you've been placed on the ballot. So I think it's its more meaningful to me oh, yes. that's awesome. because of that. And uh, I love some of the, I mean, the, the list of names on there of college football so grades is so great. And there's a chance that like maybe me and Tim Couch go in together. Huh? And I think that would be so much fun. Him and I uh, have gotten to know each other really well over the years and, and to be on, you know, 24 class, that'd be that'd be pretty special. But hey, just to be nominated, I think is the line everywhere, right? Yeah, yeah, sure. Thrill for you yeah. and all that. I would say this though, and I know you're not looking for. You don't need their validation. No, just know that that you are an amazing man, a great yeah. dad, and mm-hmm. we are inspired and humbled by you every time you're right. here. So that is whatever. It's a cool honor, but please don't let that validate what you've already done. I appreciate that. It's uh, the one thing I. I don't know if I've cared about it all, but when Pat Chun, athletic director for Washington State, called me and said I was being inducted into the Washington State Hall of Fame, that mm-hmm. that was the end-all be-all sure. because that place was so special to me. Mm. The community, um, the coaches, the, my teammates, the, the strength and conditioning staff, my Mark Smaha, who was our athletic trainer and his crew, all the academic staff and the fans, and then the state of Washington. They just... They made me feel a part of something, something that was bigger than me. They supported me. They loved me. And, and I never found any of that in Montana. I was so different. You know, I'm the only first-round draft pick ever. I was Jalen Rose and the Michigan Fab Five were my heroes. Yeah. Like, that was – didn't gel with that Montana? That didn't, didn't gel with, with conservative Montana. And so I just never felt that, like, they put their arm around you and said, hey, we're okay with you being – you know, you're this guy. Yeah. We like that. And Washington did that, and that's why I love – 
being a Cougar so much. That's, That's so cool. cool. All right, let's go to your NFL team, your first NFL team, the uh, Chargers. Now they're in L.A. And Justin Herbert, he's under his rookie contract through the end of the 2024 season. And while we assume a big payday is coming, there is a chance that he'll play the fourth season without a new deal. When you think of that new deal and all that's looming, like how do you handle that and kind of just buckle in? And what would be your advice to Justin Herbert about this season? Justin's such a great guy. Mm-hmm. I, I, I covered him throughout college in the Pac-12. Uh, you know, we, we battled at uh, Joey Harrington's battle at Bandon last summer for the. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, he beat me uh, in the Ryder Cup challenge, but I beat him in the the, the next round the next day. Um, okay. He doesn't care about that stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, the guy wants to go compete, period. He knows the money will come because he does what he does. He just he doesn't look for anything. He loves to go out and practice, loves to be around his teammates, loves to go home, play some video games, go out on the golf course. I mean, the guy is the epitome of what an NFL quarterback should be in terms of work ethic, size, all of it. And now he's got Kellen Moore. So, I mean, if anything, if they don't sign him to an extension this year, I think they're doing themselves a disservice because he's going to ball out with more this year and he's going to be worth more next offseason anyway. That's so true. Anyway. Get him cheap. Yeah, now. get him what, cheap. what the market is right now. Right. Down in Tampa, the Bucks will tell you there's a quarterback competition. If it ends up being Baker Mayfield as the guy when the season kicks off, how high is Tampa's ceiling with Baker? Well, I think the division is, is poor. It was last year. Even with Tom Brady at the helm, they barely squeaked by. I mean, the week before against Carolina, if Sam Darnold and that team plays a little more opportunistic, they may win that game and win the division. So I think the division's going to be kind of mid. Once again, one team probably goes the division winner. So that gives the Tampa Bay Buccaneers every chance. Uh, I like Baker Mayfield. I I think that uh, what he was able to do in that short span of time in Los Angeles last year is a big deal. He's mature. There's some adversity to it. Uh, You don't get many more stops. Uh, as a number one overall pick to be a starting quarterback. So this may be his last chance to do it, and I think he'll make the most. I think this team has a real good shot. I think Atlanta's probably going to be in the mix mm-hmm. ultimately, but the Bucks might be my favorite. Yeah. They're, they're saying that it's this quarterback competition, so if it truly isn't, it goes all the way to the end of the end of the preseason. Do you have an issue with the fact that they're going to be splitting reps? Whoever the quarterback is right now is mm-hmm. only going to get 50% of the reps from now until the time this kicks off. Whether that's Kyle, who has very little experience, or Baker with a new team. As a quarterback, does the media make too much of that? Is that a thing? Like, you would want every single rep you could get right now? I would. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would definitely want that. And I think that will be ultimately done. I, mm-hmm. I, I, if they don't know by now that Kyle Trask is good enough to be the starter, like, they drafted him, they've been all in on him. If he had any chance that they were neck and neck, I would say Kyle probably gets the the nod over it because of that, mm-hmm. because of his rookie rookie contract, mm-hmm. all those things. Mm-hmm. If they don't know that going into camp, then they don't have a quarterback, and then that's going to be a problem. And this team won't be very good this year mm-hmm. when you're alternating back and forth. You got to have a guy, mm-hmm. uh, and I think Baker Mayfield will 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 distance himself ultimately. You know what's a strange quarterback room? The Titans room. You got Tannehill, the veteran who's played some great football in spots. Malik Willis last year was going to be the guy, maybe not. Yeah. And now there's another guy, Will Levis, who's going to be the guy, maybe not. We don't know. How do you think this thing shakes out? Well, you know, the, the contract coming to an end for Ryan Tannehill, I believe, allows him to be the starting quarterback this year and takes mm-hmm. this Tennessee team wherever they can go, whether they've had to make a bunch of shifts because of the cap issue. You know, Derrick Henry on that big deal on his last maybe final legs there in yeah, Tennessee, too. Yeah. So maybe you make one more run. You have Malik Willis that didn't, you know, didn't pan out last year, but he wasn't expected to play last year, yeah. and he did. He got thrown under the fire. 
and, and didn't perform. So this is a good year for Will Levis and Malik Willis to sit there. As long as Ryan Tannehill can stay healthy, I expect him to be the guy the entirety of the year. And they have a chance. They were right in it last year. If Joshua Dobbs is able to get it done on the road, which he almost did at Jacksonville, yeah. they're the team playing in the playoffs. Crazy. So, again, the two Souths are not great can, divisions. Can I ask you another question real quick yeah. about another AFC South team? Because there's hearing now that Richardson might be the number one guy. You were thrown into the fire right away. Would you advise against that and maybe let Anthony Richardson wait to get in the court? Or do you think, hey, it, it, the 2023, just roll him out there. Let's go. Well, you drafted him fourth. Yeah. So guess what, Indy? You've, you've put this anchor to his ankle, and he's got to wear it. Now it just all depends on whether he can deal with failure in mm-hmm. a positive and healthy way because that's mm-hmm. the biggest issue for all of us when you get to this highest level. How do you deal with failure? I won my first two games. I went and absolutely laid an egg against Kansas City, and I dealt with it incredibly poorly. I think these guys have a better head on their shoulders than someone like I did at that time, more maturity, and then they can deal with it in a better way. But then you see guys that, you know, you watched Zach Wilson even last year in Mm -hmm. year two, some of the statements he made after a game where you would think, hey, you know if you say this, it's not going to be good. But we have no idea how stress, pressure, Loss is on a huge level, and that magnifying glass is going to affect us. So I hope he can, because Andy's getting for a long year. It's not going to be pretty. Schedule's tough, and he could be in a season where he went 3-14. and 14. Now, don't forget, Peyton went 3-13, and 13, mm-hmm. right? He just knew how to deal with it in yeah. a super yeah. good yeah. way. Yeah. And if Anthony can do that, there could be a future there. But I did not like the fact that they went up, grabbed him at four. I, I think that's a ton of expectations on a young man that probably didn't deserve it. Mm. And I don't mean deserve it as a young man, deserve it as a person, like, having all that placed on him when Jim Mercy, a year from now, probably firing Ballard because he took Richardson, <laughs> could go and get another quarterback, sure. and it doesn't cost him anything other than, you know, just uh, you know a couple headlines for a few weeks. Yeah. Oh, the way it goes. Ryan, as always, thank you for coming and giving us all the quarterback news. Awesome to see you guys. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.